Father, we are just this evening here to honor you, and we know that your your word is filled with um, just encouragement, promises, um, all things that we need to live a godly life, and we thank you for that. And we just pray in this time that we have together this evening that you would just speak to our hearts through these passages, that you would... Um, just bring it into our hearts, that thing that we may be thankful for or a situation that we may be thankful for that we can share with each other and that we can um, glorify you because of what you've done in our lives. And we thank you again for this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Who has a definition, a dictionary definition for the word thanksgiving? No one? No, no phones. Okay, just blurred something out then if you don't know what a... Gratefulness? Should I spare you guys the hassle of trying to think of something? Uh, Thanksgiving, in the, it's the expression of gratitude, and it's said at the end of it, especially to God. So I thought that was kind of interesting coming from um, a worldly dictionary, would you per se? So um, I think as from when we're small, you know, we're always taught to be thankful and we're, um, our parents encourage us to always say thank you when somebody does something for you or somebody gives something to you. But I think we don't, we don't realize the, either the importance or what it means to us to be thankful until we've you know, truly grown older and we can um, you know, really speak from our hearts what, uh, what it means to be thankful. So I, I, the passages that I'm going to pick, I picked, um, I'm going to read Old Testament passages first, and then I'm going to um, share a few New Testament passages as well. So most of the Old Testament that I've picked comes from the book of Psalms, and I'm going to start in Psalm 9, verses 1 and 2. It says, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell you, I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Psalm 28, 7 says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song I will praise him. Psalm 95, verses 1 through, th one through 3 O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. Um, Psalm 100. This is interesting because four years ago, this day, Sam taught on this passage right here. This is, um, it says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. 
Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Psalm 107, verses 8 and 9, it says, Oh, that man would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Proverbs 10.22 says, The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. Isaiah. If you guys would flip to Isaiah chapter 12. This is a little bit longer if you want to. That's only six verses. You don't need to flip there if you don't want. And this, this one, is, um, chapter 12, in the heading of mine, it says, Thanksgiving in the Messiah's kingdom. And in that day you will say, O Lord, I will praise you. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away, and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For yea, the Lord is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And in that day you will say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his deeds among the peoples, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known to all the earth. Cry out and shout, O inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in your midst. So, a lot of blessings, a lot of giving of thanks. So what does that, what does God require of you and I in order to receive those blessings or to receive the things that he has for us? So if you guys would turn to Deuteronomy chapter 10. So Old Testament, God is speaking to the children of Israel here. And God has set up a lot of different um, commandments and laws that he wanted the children of Israel to obey. And this is what God requires of us. And this is in chapter 10, and I'm going to start in verse 12. I'm going to read to the end of the chapter. And it says, "Now And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you, but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes which I command you today for your good. Indeed, heaven and the highest heavens belong to the Lord your God, also the earth with all that is in it. The Lord delighted only in your fathers to love them, and he chose their descendants after them, 
you above all peoples as it is this day. Therefore circumcise the foreskin of your heart and be stiff-necked no longer. For the Lord your God is God of gods and the Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality nor takes a bribe. He administers justice for the fatherless, the widow, and loves the stranger, giving him food and clothing. Therefore the stranger, therefore love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God, you shall serve him, and to him you shall hold fast and take oaths in his name. He is your praise, and he is your God, who has done for you these great and awesome things which your eyes have seen. Your fathers went down to Egypt with 70 persons, and now the Lord your God has made you as the stars of heaven in multitude. And then in the next chapter, it goes on to talk about you know, being obedient and you get victories in obedience and different things like that. So, so God's blessings are poured out upon us, his people, if we are willing to do those things that he said here in verse chapter 10, verse 12, that says, What does the Lord require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to love and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul? So that's part of um, having a thankful heart and um, just really um, serving him in all that we do. And then he will pour out his blessings upon us because of um, we're walking in his ways. So now I'm going to turn to some um, New Testament, if you would. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, if you want to turn there. Starting in verse 8. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always, are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So then death is working in us, but life in you. But since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with him. For all things are for your sakes, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. So the part there is, is that, as uh, verse 15 says, for all things are for your sakes, that the grace that God pours out upon us spreads through the many, and that may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, just a couple pages 
um, verses 10 through 12. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. While you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. For the administration of this service not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also is abounding through many thanksgivings to God. So there it is again, God, he supplies the seed and he supplies the bread and he multiplies all that we have and that should cause us to pour out our thanksgiving toward him. Um, Philippians chapter 4 Verses 6 and 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So that's a lot of blessings and that's a lot of... Um, God's pouring out his stuff but what happens when maybe we're having a bad day maybe we're not thankful for something maybe our situations are that we're we're bitter towards God um, but Thanksgiving is actually a, 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 a Thanksgiving actually repl replaces sin and I'm going to just touch on a couple verses here uh, Ephesians 5 4 says this is where Thanksgiving replaces sin Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather of giving of thanks. So when we're, when we're um, going through a time where um, we're either tearing somebody down, we're maybe criticizing somebody, um, we're maybe um, just really bitter towards somebody, and we're, we're choosing to, um, to sin, we're doing all these things, it says that, if we're going to give thanks instead, that would be a replacement for the sin that goes on in our lives. And the sin in our lives a lot of times starts with our mouths. So if you guys would turn to me, turn with me to James chapter 3. So with our mouths, we either offer up praise or we um, are, are sinning. So um, James chapter 3 is just a good reminder that of what um, we are to do or what we are to control to um, control our sin. This is uh, James chapter 3 verse 1. It says, My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, also able, able also to bride the, bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that w they may obey us, and we turn, we, we turn their whole body. Look also at ships. Although they are also large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member 
and boast great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. This verse right here. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things not ought to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives, or a grapevine bear figs? Thus no spring can yield both salt water and fresh. So that's just a good reminder for those of us who a lot of times, me included, we a lot of times don't think before we speak and we um, shoot out things that we often regret, often regret. So if we're offering up thanks not only to our fellow brothers or people that we meet, um, but we're also offering up thanks to God, if we're doing that instead of shooting off our mouths, then we'll be much better off. And the last verse I'm going to touch on is actually the verse that Pastor Mike touched on on Sunday. Does anybody know what it could be? First Thessalonians, right? First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, if you'd turn there quick. We can back up to verse 16. And this is, this is probably um, one of the hardest times to be truly thankful is when we're going through some difficult times. So it says in verse 16, it says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Um, when you're going through difficult times and things are not going the way you had hoped or what you had really kind of planned for, um, it's hard to give thanks when, when, when it's difficult. But it's possible because... Um, Like I said before, if, if we are filling our lives with God's Word, if we're um, truly thankful for, for everything that we have, then we can truly be thankful in all circumstances. So that, I've kind of wrapped up what, what I'm going to share. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to, I'm going to um, share a few things that I'm thankful for, and then I will turn it over to you guys. And this does not only mean adults. So if there's any kids that um, 
have something that they would like to share, please do. And then when we're done sharing, um, we're actually going to have a closing song. So with that in mind, I'm, I'm, uh, I'll give you the few things that I'm, or the couple of things that I thought of that I was thankful for. Um, my first one is, is um, all of you know who Urban Theta are, is that correct? And it was a, it's been, well, our family has known them since roughly end of July or beginning of August. But, um, you know, I think God brought them across our path for probably a number of different reasons, but I'm, I don't know exactly what they all are. But one of the things that really stuck out to me when, when we met those guys is this verse right here because um, they have gone through tremendous, tremendous difficulties in a lot of their lives. And, and just the time that we've um, shared with them and sat down with them, um, they both said over and over that they are completely blessed by what God is doing in their lives. And I thought, wow, that's pretty amazing because, you know, Irv's, Irv's life was changed kind of in an instant. And his life that he thought or that he was used to was really just taken away from him. And he was yet able to um, really have a grateful and thankful heart for what God continues to do in his life and how he's brought him through all his different things. But I think he, it's just been, it spoke volumes just to me as to, you know, who is our trust in? Um, if God were to take away um, a certain part of our lives or a certain part of my life, would I be able to be thankful? Would I be um, gracious and, um, you know, just loving God all the time? I don't know. I mean, I, I hope through what I've seen in their lives would be able to help me to go through any circumstance that I would have. I mean, Irv was still planning on driving truck, and, and when we were there a couple weeks ago, his truck sits in his, in his shop, and we were able to go out there with him and, and that was the first time he had looked at his truck since. So, I mean, he's got things that he has to deal with still. But, I mean, he's, he knows that kind of what, what lies ahead of him. But yet he's just so grateful that he, he still has his mind. He's able to, um, you know, um, carry on a conversation. He's able to um, spend time with his kids and his grandchildren, I think, is really you know, important to him. So, when... Um, when things get bad or when situations get bad, I hope that I will always remember the things that he shared with me. And um, so I'm just thankful for the times that, that we had with them. And, um, you know, it takes a, a tragic situation sometimes, but that's how our paths met, our paths crossed, God crossed our paths. And I think um, that was just um, um, something really that hit home for me. And another thing that I'm, gonna, um, that I'm thankful for is um, my, my place of employment. I'm just very grateful that it provides for me and my family. And um, by God's grace, I've been there 18 years next week. 
and God is just continues to give me the physical strength to to carry on even though it's a demanding job physically um, he's upheld me and I'm, I'm grateful for that so with that I'm going to shut off my mic and I'll let you guys share and please speak loud enough so um, everybody else can hear it as well so